Hey, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bank Shots. Bank Shots is our weekly podcast series within a Frugal Athlete Podcast Network, where we talk about all the latest news as it pertains to money management and sports business for athletes. Join us for insights, rants, comments, remarks, and news on what it means to be a frugal athlete. I'm your host, Amobi Okugo. And for this week, we got a couple stories for you today. Um, one that really jumps out to mind, Cristiano Ronaldo, the power of Instagram and digital media. Apparently, he makes more from Instagram and social media than he does from his actual salary. Uh, So we're going to dive into that. Uh, We're going to dive into two ex-MLB players and their their struggles with retirement. Um, There was a really great long-form piece that came out um, about actually a a close friend of mine, Lars Anderson, um, and his teammate, uh, business partner, and also fellow professional athlete. Uh, lastly, we're going to talk about you know the NFLPA and their and their impl- their implementation with Goldman Sachs and and Bezer Trust and how they can help athletes with um, the potential work stoppage. And then f- from there, we're going to touch on some other um, current events when it comes to athlete investments and stuff like that. So with that being said, let's get straight to the podcast. So for our first story, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, if you don't know him, he's probably one of the most popular athletes um, in the world today. Actually, he's the most followed athlete on social media with approximately 186 million uh, followers. Uh, He's a soccer player uh, from Portugal, has played for some of the biggest clubs in the world, Manchester United, Real Madrid, and now currently Juventus in the Italian Serie A League. Um, it was reported by Business Insider that he makes up to $48 million, or at least in 2019, he's made $48 million uh, from his Instagram profile. He charges up to a million per post. He has deals with Nike, uh, amongst many other um, different business companies, while he gets paid from Juventus approximately $34 million per year. So he's making almost $14 million more dollars um, through his social media channels. And that just speaks to the digital media influence that's continued to progress as um, social media has taken a stronghold in, in uh, media rights. Obviously, you know, as athletes, we're influencers, but not everyone is going to be to Cristiano's scale. He's the most popular athlete in the world by, all, by most accounts. Um, but we can use social media to our benefits, when it, whether it's partnerships, whether it's building another extra in, income revenue stream. Um, there's many platforms that will love to have an athlete of your caliber um, in your niche to help promote a brand or product or whatever may have you. Um, Cristiano, it just speaks to his um, his reach, you know, for him to garner that much attention and for him to create um uh, an extra revenue income to that magnitude. But there's other athletes that have done the similar similar things. You know, for example, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Saquon Barkley, Marshawn Lynch, uh, LeBron James, Steph Curry. Um, but no one's done it to this extent where it's just Instagram as a platform. So 
you know, as we continue to grow in this in this in this space, you know, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, your your brand matters, and it's if not more important than you know how you perform on the field. Obviously, you know your performance means a lot. It, it, it makes you continue to play, continue to get the contracts, but your brand goes a long way. And I I think I said it uh, a couple weeks ago about you know a marketing manager is if not as important but more important than an agent today just because if you have the right brand and you cater to the right demographic the opportunities are endless so i definitely wanted to touch on that uh for our second story we're going to jump right into it uh lars anderson uh someone i actually grew up with he went to the same elementary school and high school as myself uh star baseball player went to actually he committed to cal but i think he went pro um, before before stepping onto the college campus. And his former roommate, teammate, now business partner, Ryan Kalish, they spoke with Yahoo about how retiring from baseball has been like a sudden death. And um, by the way, make sure you check out the newsletter for more in-depth coverage of what we cover on Bank Shots. But they went on to talk about you know the struggles with coming to terms with their identity, um, figuring out passions outside of sport, um, just adjusting to life without a schedule per se. And it really got me thinking because I remember doing a, a, a segment about this, you know, how whether you're a free agent or actually coming to terms with retirement, it's like it's literally like a sudden death. You have to reinvent yourself. You have to re-identify, you know, yourself because people think of you as the baseball player or the soccer player or the ba- basketball player, whatever sports you play. And then when you're not playing it anymore, it's like conversations dead when that's not that shouldn't be the case. So both Lars and Ryan are talking to the reporter about, you know, their struggles and how they've come to terms with uh, what they need to do to kind of move forward. And, you know, at least in sports, you know, like you play well, you do well, you're going to get rewarded or, you know, you work hard, you're going to beat your score, you're going to beat your physical, you're going to, you have, you have like a set schedule, you have a set routine, you have a set um, layout of how things play out. And now it's taken away from you because you're no longer playing that sport. So they talk about the unknown and the uncertainty of not knowing what's next as one of the key factors to why they're struggling most with retirement. Um, I think we've talked about it before, you know, the three biggest you know, hurdles with uh, retirement and it plays a role into, you know, why athletes suffer financially post retirement is because the identity crisis, um, the career, career transition, you know, not figuring out uh, something that gives them the same passion or something that provides the same resources to them while playing, um, post-playing. And then obviously the, you know, the reduction in salary, you know, you're going to have to start over um, in most cases, you know, whether for Lars, he's talking about doing business school. Luckily for them, they have a couple businesses lined up, but for the most part, it's, it's, you have to do a complete start over, like a complete hit the complete reset button. So understanding that um, is a, it's quite the feat. Um, for our third story, um, it's really amazing to see the uh, the evolution of the NFLPA. Um, in my opinion, one of the strongest players' associations. Not the strongest because I feel I still think um, the MLBPA is the strongest by far. But to to see where they've gone over the past 10, 15 years, and the amount of resources that they provide for the athletes, 
it's uh, it's really amazing. So in most recent news, they have recently uh, implemented a partnership with Goldman Sachs and Bezer Trust, um, helping athletes with the potential work stoppage. So they're going out of their way to help to help ensure that athletes are prepared financially um, for a potential work stoppage uh, with the current CBA uh, coming to a close pretty soon. And what I really like most about this potential, uh, well, this this partnership is that, you know, financial firms, financial advisors from these very same firms have been um, have been skimming athletes in the past. But now with this with this partnership, any loss from, uh, you know, uh, a shady advisor from one of these firms, they have collectively agreed to compensate, compensate the athletes for the losses covered. Whereas before that wasn't the case. You'd have, you know, these Goldman Sachs entrusted advisors that were, you know, stamped of approval by the NFLPA that would go on into and go on and scam these athletes. And then there would be no recovery process. There would be no ramifications uh, for what happened. Now that these, um, now that the NFLPA has decided to work with the firm outside of the advisor, um, it's just more protection all around, which is at the end of the day, grateful grateful for the athletes it's it's a great thing and uh, hopefully more leagues can follow suit um obviously in most recent news i think we talked about it the mlspa uh, made a partnership with uh in, in, sorry an increased partnership with financial fitness um helping uh, athletes pro- get provided with financial coaching financial services um just to have a second a second opinion on their uh on their financial playbooks so if we can increase the exposure, increase the knowledge, increase the information all around, it's going to be better for uh, all parties. You know, we, we're trying to uh, we're trying to lower the statistics of athletes succumbing to financial troubles once they retire. Um, so that's basically it for all the stories that we had. You know, we covered Cristiano Ronaldo and his uh, his Instagram salary, <laughs> per se. Uh, we covered, you know, Lars Anderson and Ryan Kalish. Um, and their and their struggles post retirement, and we talked about NFLPA's um, new financial partnerships with uh, Goldman Sachs and Bezer Trust. Before we close, I want to talk about some other current events. You know, uh, Fitzgerald of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he's invested in over forty to fifty companies in his three years of venture investing. What I like about this story is that he's been a professional athlete for sixteen years. But he didn't start investing until he, you know, he learned the ropes, felt comfortable in his situation, and then started investing um, over the past three years. He got with the right people and um, has you know, really made his mark. You know, he's invested in a company called Mercury, a financial startup for entrepreneurs, um, other companies with the help of Chris Lyons, who works with the Horsens Fund um, as like the cultural fund leader. Um, worked with other athletes like Serena Williams, uh, Kelvin Beecham, um, Andre Iguodala, athletes like that. Um, but that's basically it. Um, you know, sorry we missed last week. It's been busy times over at Frugal Athlete Headquarters, um, but we continue to push the agenda. So for all you guys that are new, welcome. Thank you so much for following. If you guys are returning, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you guys could share with the friend, subscribe, leave a review. That would be greatly appreciated. Over and out. Catch you guys next week.